0: Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, hockey fans. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Be sure to join me on Locker Room Thursday at 7 p.m. before the Hurricanes match up against the Predators to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Same on Instagram. You can also follow myself on Twitter at At Jared Ellis underscore 96. And following that game five matchup against the Nashville Predators, my voice is gone. So I do apologize for me sounding like a Walmart wish.com stone cold Steve Austin right now. Um, But that game was electric. Um, So in today's episode, we will be going down the difference makers of that game. The good, the bad, and looking ahead to Game Six as in what the Hurricanes need to do to close out the game on Thursday. So getting on into the difference makers from this game, I know you guys have seen the videos circulating around on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, one thing I felt was a massive district maker, difference maker, and you can hear it in my voice, was the home crowd in this game it was absolutely insane my head was throbbing after the game just yelling at the top of my lungs you can hear my voice it's gone it oh the own crowd was amazing and it's not even you know you know the full 19,000 people you know I think it was maybe 12,000 which I mean is still you know a lot of people but you know it sounded like you know it was double that um and it was insane you know for everything, you know, from the starting lines, um, you know when Ned's name got announced, you know, place came unglued, um, and you know, obviously the goals, um, everything, you know, Nashville did the officiating, which we'll talk about later. Um, Eric Halla, he obviously got booed just about every time he touched the puck, which was hilarious. Um, but yeah, that home crowd was insane, and especially when jordan Stahl got the game winner which we will definitely talk more about later um my lord that place just insane um i haven't you know experienced you know, an atmosphere like that in my entire life and it w- will be something that sticks with me forever um but you know getting away from the home crowd. Uh, I will also say before we get away from the own crowd, Scotty McCreary was definitely a top five siren sounder ever. And I got to run into him, you know, at the, uh, post game stuff out front, you know, where you, know, Abby and Shane uh, do their uh post game stuff. You know, I ran into Scotty, you know, fistful, you know what's up you know, talk for a second. Um, when we went out, went on about our business, super cool dude. Um, and yeah, you know, as a state fan, it was awesome to boot Tyler Hansbroke. You know, I'm sorry, Candace, yeah, you know, from Locked on Tar Heels. But it felt good to boot him. <laughs> but yeah, you know, looking at you know the actual players, you know, here, um, you know, obviously a massive difference maker for this game was Jacob Slavin of uh, us finally getting him back after him being out for three games, uh, just having him back in the lineup, you know, really you could tell, you know, things that, you know, happened in yeah, you know, the last three games didn't happen, you know, Uh just little tiny, uh, you know, holes up come up the Nashville would run through. Um, you know, that wasn't the case here. And you know, it shows. Um and you know, he also logged, you know, the game high, you know. He you know, had a little over twenty six minutes uh of ice time tonight, which was great. Um, frankly, you know, heading into the game, you know, saw yeah, you know, he was he be playing. I expected him to have, you know, one of the lower amounts of ice time, you know, just injury-wise of them not wanting to overwork him and risk hurting, getting him hurt again. But, you know, he came out having the most out of everyone, which was great. And we really needed that. He uh, even notched an assist on Marty Natchez's wraparound goal, which was awesome. Um, and, yeah, having him back in the line, it really made a big difference, and I think is going to be a big difference maker heading into game six and beyond um you know looking at some of the other guys marty natchez was definitely a big big contributor in this game this he scored two goals you know his first one came on the power play which was awesome you know to see the hurricanes power play uh starting to heat back up is phenomenal that that's really what we need um you know going in in the playoffs you know right now you know we can kind of get away with the power play you know being a little lackadaisical right now but you know getting ahead you know to those two Florida teams whoever we may end up planning and beyond we need that power play to be phenomenal um how it was in the regular season we need that and it started to heat back up which is phenomenal and then Alex and you know there were a couple things from him that I wasn't a huge fan of but as a whole he is you know a god in Raleigh. Uh, for all intents and purposes, um, he that kid is definitely going to be the future of the Hurricanes. In between the pipes, there is not a doubt in my mind. Uh, come off season, whenever that may be, that kid is getting re-signed. And I say that kid, and yet he's only a couple months older than me. Um, yeah, you know, I'm 24; he's 25. Uh, but yeah, you know, he is—he's th- not going anywhere. Uh, there's no way. That kid is playing out of his freaking mind. And, you know, he really deserves to be in that Carter Trophy conversation, um, which I think he will be, you know, along with Robertson and Kaprizov. Uh, but, yeah, he is amazing right now. Uh, I definitely think he'll get some Carter Trophy votes, that's for sure. Um, I definitely think the playoffs, you know, may end up helping him with that. And it'll be interesting... You know, to see, you know, if the Hurricanes, you know, do the thing, like, w- would he? You know, we haven't seen, I don't think we've seen someone since Quick back in uh 2012. That'd be interesting. And then obviously Wardo, you know, back in 06, um, that would be very interesting to see. Uh, but, you know, he's definitely have some stiff competition because you have, you know, the captain, uh, Jordan Stahl, stepping up big in this game leading by freaking example that man is a freaking wagon um and he is doing great things for the hurricanes again yeah he's not the one to you know be the most vocal um he's definitely a do as i say or do as i do you know kind of guy um and yeah that it really showed tonight and he's the captain for a reason and you look at that overtime goal, that's why he's the captain. You know, just elite playmaking ability, elite hockey IQ, IQ ice, well, being aware of where he's at on the ice, and just all that stuff. He's the captain for a freaking reason. Um, and we'll definitely talk about his performance a little bit later as well. Um, and final guy I want to touch on here, uh, was Marty Natchez um, because you know again. We would not have won this game without him and yeah, his power play goal in that wraparound. Uh yeah, that was his first uh, multi goal uh playoff game, which is phenomenal for him. Uh, and the fact that yeah, we had two uh multi-goal games from uh, one guy, you know, uh in back to back games. Yeah, you know, we had uh Brock, you know, in the previous game and then uh Marty tonight. It's amazing. And yeah, you know, when he scored that wraparound again the place came unglued i'm surprised pnc arena is still standing right now um but you know in the next segment we'll definitely uh look at some of my takeaways you know good and bad because there are there are definitely some good and some bad you know from this game um that i do want to touch on with you guys and we'll talk about those in just a minute this episode is brought to you by locker room it's the first social audio platform for sports fans, the app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting rooms for Locked On Hurricanes once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, Reacting to the big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me. It might even be featured on Locked on Hurricanes podcast through our Locker Room conversations. So be sure to join me this week. I'll be hosting a room this Thursday at 7 p.m. Go to go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates follow me at jared ellis underscore 96 to be notified when my room goes live i know you won't want to miss it i'm planning on being live this week on thursday at 7 p.m i can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the carolina hurricanes so see you there locker room changing the way we talk sports and built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever and did you know that built Bar has 9 delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor. Built Bar flavors include coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, the goat, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone here. As you guys know, peanut butter brownie is my all time favorite Bilt Bar flavor. I pulled for it hard in the Bilt Bar Madness. Torn it back in March. Sadly, it didn't win that doesn't mean it's still not my favorite it's the greatest thing since sliced bread and if you haven't tried all the flavors you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors and regardless of the flavor they are all covered in 100 chocolate and are soft and easy to chew built bars are also great for the health conscious individual as they are low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber they're also great for keto diets so right now when you go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 you'll get 15 percent off your next your first order use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com now looking at you know, my takeaways from this game because they're are definitely some good things and some bad things. We'll definitely talk about the good stuff first. Um, I do feel the defense uh, having Jacob Slaven back vastly improved. Um, I touched on that earlier, but yeah, you know, I definitely you know having him back was definitely a difference maker, um, and I think that'll really help out the team you know going forward in the playoffs, not just Thursday. Um, but, you know, looking beyond that, I do feel Jacob Slavin being back in the lineup and hopefully he can stay back in the lineup um, is the main thing there. But, you know, us having him, we're set. We're set. Um, and, you know, looking at this game, yeah, I mentioned, you know, obviously our goal scorers being, you know, Marty Natchez, Jordan Stahl, and, you know, just having that depth. Yeah. Um, yeah, that you don't always have to rely on like Sebastian Aho or Andrei Svechnikov to score your goals to win. You know, you look at a team like Edmonton where it's their top guys that score the goals, and after that, that's that's it. Um, so yeah, it's good that we don't have to rely on something like that. Um, uh, given Nature's is you know top six guy and whatnot, but you know. You know, for a bit there, you know, he kind of cooled off a little bit. But, you know, he's back. You know, he's scored, you know, two goals in this game, and we needed him. That's for sure. It wasn't like it was a game, you know, where we were up, you know, five to nothing or something like that, you know. It was, you know, he scored, you know, when we needed him to score. And, you know, shows that, you know, he has an extra gear, you know, that we don't even know how to comprehend in this dimension. But, yeah, he's definitely a game changer that's for sure and we're definitely lucky to have him uh be a part of this organization and Alex Delkovich, you know he continues to just blow my mind with the way he's playing for the Hurricanes he is absolutely insane at what he's doing and the saves he is making um with you know when the Hurricanes offense you know kind of sputtered and it you know, kind of spun out you know in this game um yeah Ned was really keeping us in it there for a while uh making some really big time saves and like I said earlier he's the future of the Hurricanes goaltending situation there's not a doubt in my mind there he is getting re-signed there you go. it wouldn't surprise me if they lock him up long term as well rather than just like a three-year deal or something like that you know It wouldn't surprise me if they go longer than that. That's just something we'll have to wait and see there. That's obviously offseason stuff. Uh, But it would not surprise me if they go for like a five or six-year deal, if not more, uh, with Ned this offseason because he is just that good. Um, Good is an understatement. He's that elite, and he will – it won't surprise me if he is sooner, sooner rather than later, in Vesna Trophy conversations. Um, I think you know next year, which I think he will be if you know, being in the number one goaltending spot um, and getting all those games and whatnot. Yeah, you know, it would not surprise me if that conversation happens as soon as next year. Um, but again, that's just you know something that's down the road. We'll see. But again, that would not surprise me if. Next year, we're seeing Alison invest in Vesna Trophy conversations. Um, but, you know, that's definitely something good. And then, obviously, you know, like I mentioned earlier with the difference makers, uh, as well, you know, being, you know, you know Marty Natchez, you know, again, you know, him just really stepping up when we needed him to. He's become a really valuable part of this team. And you absolutely love to see this stuff. Um, and I think, you know, as a whole, the Hurricanes did play a very good game. Um, they definitely had their shortcomings in this game, which we'll talk about here in a second. But as a whole, the Hurricanes continue to play a great series. And I will also say Nashville played very, very well tonight as well. I think they may have played their best, one of their best games of the series, definitely the best uh, they played in Raleigh um, out of those three games. And this was definitely one of the better ones they played in the series, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, you know, it sucks he you has know, still kind of went to overtime this game should not have gone to overtime there's obviously that uh first Jordan Stahl goal you know that he scored that ended up getting called back in I believe the second period it was there was that yeah it was the second period uh it was that one that got called back you know for goaltender interference but yeah okay like yes Fogel was there at the very beginning, but he got out and it was Roman Yossi that hit Soros. Um yeah, that was <coughs> yeah, that was definitely uh, not the right call, to put it politely. This is a PG show. So I'll just leave it at that. It wasn't the right call. Um and it was definitely uh, alluded to that as well, you know, during the Hurricanes post game press conference. Rod just, you know, came out and say it Warren Fogo, I believe. Yeah, he touched on it a little bit, but you know, it didn't go too far. But yeah, Rod you know, came out and said, yeah, that was not the right call. But yeah, then Stahl scored an even better goal. Uh, he scored the overtime winner. Um, that was actually the second overtime winner of his career, the first coming in game one versus the New York Islanders back in 2019. But you know, looking at uh, some of the things I feel need improvement, is uh defense. Yeah, you know, uh yeah, you know, obviously there was a lot of improvement with Jacob Slavin coming back in the lineup tonight. No one's gonna doubt that. But I feel they need to tighten things up a bit again. Um, I feel the Preds, you know, kinda had their way with the hurricanes for a bit there, especially in the second and part of the third. Um, yeah, their preds just getting down the hurricane zone, doing what they want. Thankfully, you know, as I mentioned, Ned stepped up um, and made sure you know, uh, Nashville didn't uh, have their way. Um, so that was great. But I do feel that defense needs to tighten up a little bit. I think it will. Um, I think it was you know Slavin getting inserted back in. I think that may have uh, thrown things off a little tiny bit. Um, I think you know get a practice or two in there. I think they'll be back on the right track there. So I'm not too worried about that. Um and just um the same with my one of my other uh, things that I need improvement is is Ned. Um you know I mentioned in the last game, you know, I felt you know he's kind of letting rebounds get away from him a little bit. Um you know he that happened a little bit tonight. Um thankfully you know it didn't cost the Hurricanes, but one thing that you know, that did cost the Hurricanes obviously, you know, they got the win he needs to wake up early um that's obviously been an issue with the hurricanes as a whole but something i really i don't know it's just it stuck out tonight for me from ned uh was you know when nashville scored they scored scored early in those periods um i think you know ned needs to wake up a little bit sooner and then so we don't have teams scoring on us super early because again just like the rebounds um, you're gonna have teams taking advantage of that um yeah you know, when we get into uh, later rounds teams are gonna be like all right we gotta, just gotta you know win you know a face off down the hurricane zone and just shoot it yeah you know, if it's early in the uh, if it's early in the period all we got to do is shoot it early and we score on them you know, or you know, get a rebound off of them. Uh, So, you know, I do feel uh, that'll be something that does get worked on. Um, I'm not overly worried about that. Um, I would say, like, the biggest thing I am worried about is that top line. It's great that we are having uh, guys further down the lineup to score. You know, like Stone, like Nages. Looking back to last game, like McGinn, it's great that we are having that depth to score um, where we aren't relying on our superstars like at Edmonton. Um, and we have that depth there, but we still need our superstars to score. We still need them to show up. We cannot exclusively rely on our depth guys, you know, to pick up the slack there. Um, and we need you know Aho, Sveshnikov, and Teravainen to be showing up on that score sheet a little bit more. Um, I think you know that will happen. I'm surprised it didn't happen. I, I really did have a Aho pegged for a big night tonight which he did have a good game um no one's gonna know that i am really enjoying seeing him seeing him get uh kind of feisty with guys grabbing him by the chin strap pulling him in yeah that, that's pretty entertaining um it's nice to see you know, he has that grit um i think that'll really benefit him uh in the long run in his career as well uh but yeah that's kind of the main things i feel need to be touched up on with the hurricanes it's nothing that i'm Overly concerned about again, me. My biggest concern is just getting that top line going a little bit more, but again, I'm not concerned much with any of that stuff. Um, I'm really excited, you know, we can just enjoy this win, folks. Enjoy it. Uh, I know I will, um, but you know, now we have to look ahead till Thursday, um, very late start on Thursday, obviously, which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, but you know, my takeaways or my look ahead as to what we need to do on Thursday to win this series. And we will be talking about that just after this, folks. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at betonline. Get the latest news, odds and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, when you use promo code LOCKED ON, that's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code LOCKED ON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts now looking ahead to thursday uh game six is back in nashville um it is a 9 30 p.m eastern puck drop so we're definitely going to need our coffee our energy drinks pre-game naps you know whatever it is to stay awake because we're going to need it i know i will uh uh-huh. I may doze off in this game, to be completely honest, but yeah, just want to quickly look ahead uh, to game six and what I feel the Hurricanes need to do. We'll be discussing this more on tomorrow's episode, Uh, but yeah, I do want to touch on some of that stuff tonight. You know, as some of this stuff is fresh in my brain, Um, I do feel the defense really, really, really needs to show up um, in game six in Nashville. Um and our top guys, those are the two biggest things I think we need to win that game. I am not worried about Ned one bit. I know he is going to show up. Um, and yeah, speaking of that, you know, there's just times you there's you know something going on in front of the net. I'm not worried. You know, I'm not worried like I like I used to be. You know, with you know other guys. You know, net. You know, like Darling. Mac, Rhymes, Peter, Ward at the end is at the end of his tenure here, you know. These other guys, you know, something's going on, I'm like, oh God, the pucks gonna go in, the pucks are gonna go in. Honestly, with Ned, I'm not worried, which is great. You know, just like you know, in overtime, sometimes I'm not worried. Um, which is great with Ned. Um, yeah, our top line really needs to show up in Nashville. And we need our defense to be there. Slaven needs to play in that game. Um, we really need him, so we do not have to go to game seven. We need to close this game out and close this series out in Nashville. We do. Um, and I feel one thing we need to do there is we need kind of goes with uh um you know, our defense showing up. We need to shut Nashville's uh top guys down. We have to do it because their top guys in game six are gonna come out swinging. Duchesne, um, Forsberg, uh, you know, all these guys, you know, that they pay the big bucks, they're gonna be coming out and ready to go. Uh, for you know, game six, yeah, you know, so Nashville can stay alive this postseason. I know Saros is really going to be showing up as well. He's had a phenomenal series, um, and he should be investing in Vesna Conversations this year. He really should be. Um, and I think we need to really study the film and figure out what can be done to get past Saros because he's been like a brick wall all series long. And they need to pinpoint these little tiny weaknesses that, you know, they can find on him, you know, kind of like, you know, i have done with Ned and you're like, all right, okay, rebound control seems to be a little bit iffy and then, you know, he takes a second to wake, wake up in a period. They need to find those things with Soros. Um, and I think that was, that's going to be key to getting something past him because, again, he's a brick wall this series. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to take an entire group effort to get past Nashville on Thursday because Nashville is not going to lay down um, and let us beat them. They have shown in the past, you know, just like when they're fighting for a playoff spot, um, that they can play with a massive amount of desperation. And they are going to play with a massive amount of desperation. They're going to take whatever it takes to win. Sometimes it's not the cleanest plays, um, but Nashville is going to do what it takes to win, and we have to do better. To put it plain and simple, um, and I have full confidence that the Hurricanes can do that on Thursday. But that we'll be talking more about this tomorrow as it gets a little bit closer to game time, as I hopefully have my voice back. Um, but for now. Enjoy tonight's win or tomorrow when you're listening to this. Enjoy the win. Enjoy being up three to two. I know I will. Um, I'm going to go take some more Tylenol because my head hurts. Until then, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. Or Yeah, Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes on Facebook at Lockdown Hurricanes Podcast. And follow myself on Twitter and Lockroom at Jared Ellis96. Remember, I will be going live on Lockroom Thursday at 7 p.m. before the game. So be sure to download that app. Get on there so we can hang out. Um, until then, you guys have a great rest of your day and go Canes.